Hello, time travelers. Welcome to the Aging Journey podcast, an actual play podcast where we go back in time and play RP games themed around time and growing up in a variety of systems. I am your game master, Tanya, and this is The Red Bridge, a children's fantasy adventure using the kids on bike system inspired by works such as The Phantom Tollbooth, Alice in Wonderland, Jumanji, and The Wizard of Oz. We are playing Kids on Bikes, a tabletop role-playing game that allows players to explore a mysterious and supernatural world set in a small town during the 1980s and 90s. Our players embody characteristics called tropes and roll dice based on their brains, brawn, fight, flight, charm, and grit. The higher the stat, the better their skill. Each player has a top stat where they roll a d20 and a bottom stat where they roll a d4. In this game, dice explode, where if you roll the maximum on a die, you get to roll again, infinitum. Our players for this campaign were made from scratch and tropes are custom. There may be mature content depicted in our gameplay, but the players and I are using safety tools and all content warnings will be in the description below. You can listen to the audio of the podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, or the Aging Journey website, or watch it on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter, join our Discord, or support us on Patreon. All links will be in the description. Also, don't forget to subscribe. Well, I think that wraps up the spiel. Enjoy the journey. Jimmy, you break hearing Juke's voice, and you are running now, faster than you have ever ran before. And you don't feel anyone grabbing you. No one's running after you. However, as you run, you see bodies twitching, heads moving, people's mouths begin to foam. And there's a growl coming in your direction as you notice that these people, these friends and neighbors and probably your family, and of course these weird random tourists that come here every year, they are turning into something. And when you get finally to the end of the the edge of the crowd where you had entered, you know that if you look back, you will not be seeing humans again. Juke, you are seeing this exact same thing from your uh, from your view, except you can see what Jimmy doesn't see, which is these people's eyes are now glowing a sickly green. They have like a, a light green, almost neon foam foaming from their mouths, and they are becoming rabid and all they can see is you and Jimmy and you can tell in about a split second just as Jimmy hits the edge that was loud oh jeez I thought that was a sound effect that you played just as Jimmy hits the edge of the people the two people that are right behind him are going to try to grab him. As you two see all of this happening, Caleb and Willow, you two are making your way over to Aunt Hildy, who at this point is just simply standing still with her back to you. Willow, you have already 
said that you were going to walk over to her and try to call out. Uh, Caleb is trying to stop you from doing that. As you get closer to Aunt Hilly and see that she's still not moving, what do you want to do? You do not know what's happening to the crowd at this moment. And neither of you know that Jimmy has gone into the crowd. All right, this is so unnerving. Freaking chills. All right. Uh, she she would probably like continue walking, but like slow down a little bit, staying like a bit away, but like calling out to her again, like Aunt Hildy, are you okay? Mm-hmm. And Caleb, what are you doing as you both walk closer? Following. He's not mm-hmm. gonna leave her alone. This situation. Uh, you call out to Aunt Hildy, and at first. Oh no, Wilbur does. Um, you call out to, to Aunt Hilda, and at first you don't get a response. She's still kind of staring um, blankly, but you can't see the front of her. In the second one, though, what happens at the same time when you call her again is that you both also hear Jude call out to Jimmy. Now, you two didn't know what was going on, so I'm going to say instinctually you both kind of just turn around just to see what's happening between Juke and Jimmy behind you. When you turn around, you see the Eldera, you see the crowd, you see Juke standing next to the Eldera, calling into the crowd, and you don't see Jimmy. That's kind of what you guys see from your view. So you don't exactly know what's happening there. Behind you, Aunt Hilby also turns around because she also heard Juke call out. So as you two turn to face her again, Willow, you see Aunt Hildy stare at you with a blank, emotionless expression as if she doesn't even know who you are. We're going to respond to Juke, but not her. So rude. Anyway, <laughs> she, uh, she'll probably like wave slightly to her like Aunt Hildy. Earth to Aunt Hildy. <laughs> As you wave to her, she her eyes shift towards you and she blinks and a small smile comes on her face and she simply goes, darling, and she opens up her arm to you. Caleb's stepping right in front. <laughs> She'll say, come close. I'm the only one who knows how to bullshit. Who the hell are you? She does not look at you, Caleb. And as this is happening, you both are also hearing the scuffle that's happening behind you all as Jimmy makes a break for the edge of his crowd. In this moment, what are both of you doing? Will's, like, glancing between, like, the commotion and Aunt Hildy. And she, she kind of like, she's still holding the crab apple that she gave Willow. She, and she kind of like looks down at it. It's just, she, it's just, she's so torn. Caleb, what are you doing? He's, uh, he's going to turn to Willow. We got to go. This isn't right. This doesn't feel right. Some shit's going on, and I don't like where this is going. Just back As away you slowly. Turn around, I'm being from. 
and put your back to Aunt Hildy. Willow, you see over Caleb's shoulder. Aunt Hildy's eyes turn green and her outstretched hands become curved like an animal and she begins to foam at the mouth. She is going to try to grab Caleb. Now, in this moment, we're having, we're in the fun, we're in the fun part. Uh, We're going to have everyone make a decision on what you're doing in this very second you understand that someone is going to attack either you or someone around you. So I need a fight or flight, depending on what you're doing. If you are fighting, you're fighting. You are going into the fray. If you are flighting, you're running. You are trying to get out of the situation. And you can make either one of those decisions right now. Because she throw like... Uh, could she throw the candy apple at her at Hillary to run? was <laughs> like, here's a candy pack. That's going to be a fight. You certainly can do that. Okay, we have one fight for Willow. Can I get a better idea of like the surroundings? So like, Helen and I are by the train. Is mm-hmm. there like, is it like crowd on one side and then we can like have a clear exit on the other? Or are we still kind of surrounded? Uh, so I will say that you're next to the train. The train has uh, one entrance, really, because they blocked off the, the secondary entrance near the back. So you can get into the train, which is in the center, but then that will be like a choke point. Um, but there, are, there is no crowd right next to the train because everyone is at the stage. Uh, okay. that's so that's open to the left of you. Um. Man, that's a tough, a tough decision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Caleb, what are you doing? Uh, do I know that Aunt Hildy's literally coming after my throat? Hmm. I am going to say, if you turned your back a hundred percent, like if you did a full, like I'm gonna try to whisper, so I'm gonna like turn completely so that she can't see my face. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say no. Um. If you were trying to keep an eye on her, that would be different. 100%. It was just a glance at Willow, just so she knows he's speaking honestly. Okay. So then I will say you kind of do a half turn where you're just like, I want to make sure that my face is facing Willow's, but obviously I want to be able to see her from the corner of my eye. Um, So you would kind of see her coming at you, but it would be probably too late since she is pouncing on you to... Uh, to do anything uh, offensively, but you can defend yourself if okay. that's what you um, want to do. Oh, if I can do something defensively, Caleb is probably going to try to shove her to the side. Okay, that sounds like brawn more than fight, unless you want to try to like. <laughs> can I can I defensively deck her in the jaw? Okay. Okay. Oh, so okay. we, we, we have two people going to fights. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, Jimmy. Well, I just, I'm just like throwing the apple at her and running. <laughs> Take well, the what? apple. I know you liked it. Are you trying to harm her with the apple, or are you trying to distract her and run? Because that's I'm trying different. to distract her. Okay. So then you're you're doing flight. Uh, Duke and Jimmy, what are you guys doing? 
What's your plan, Jimmy? <laughs> so Jimmy's going to turn in a panic on the people who's lunging at him, and he's just going to hold his ground. He's going to... So whoever's coming close, he's going to try and, because he's short, punch him in the gut. And then if he can make space for himself to run, he'll run, but... All right. It's down to you, Juke. Juke's not a hero. Um, <laughs> I think there's like a long pause of like, do I go in and help Jimmy? But uh, I'm going to like scoop up Helen onto my hip and run for it. Okay. We have, so are you trying to run? Just out, like getting out of there. Okay. Where are you going? Like out of the festival. Oh, you're trying to get to the entrance? Yeah. Well, that would be the the crowd is between you and the entrance. Okay, the or like, yeah, farther into the park, I guess. I mean, away from where the people are. I don't want to get stuck inside of a train. I want to like get away from the crowd. Okay, so you are running back towards basically the Ferris wheel, which is at the end yeah, of so. the park that was empty. Yeah. Now I will say that. What's your plan for like? getting out of the park that way i don't have a plan <laughs> okay <laughs> jump a okay. fence i don't know whatever what i just <laughs> we will we will say you're doing flight uh will doing flight you both are just trying to run in the opposite direction of danger that's all you're trying to do right now and jimmy and you you guys are, are gonna uh are jimmy and caleb i think um you two are going to stand your ground and try to get a hit up. He he just wants to like get some distance before he can start running because there's no way he can fight all of them. We can already tell. Okay. Similar for Jimmy. He just wants to make sure the people who are on his tail now are not. Okay. So where are we? So let me pull up the stats. Is it gonna be a <laughs> Aunt Hildy has stats. Hell yeah. Let's start, <laughs> let's start with Jimmy. You have two on you that are right behind you just because you were in a crowd. And so the, the two that were standing on the edge, I'm going to say they are two teenagers. So they're not adults. Okay. So they, they are not as as a uh, fast probably but they are going to try and grab you which for them would be brawn um and then there you are going to try and fight them off right yeah so using fight yeah. okay yeah. roll your fight and i will roll their brawn and we will see what happens 13 okay <sighs> okay the two behind you one got an eight, the other one got a 17 on a D20. Um, they are both going to try to grab you. One of them you are able to, what, what, what do you want to do with one of them that you do hit? So when I hit, I want to like hit it in the stomach and double it over or double, double them over. Yeah. You give it a good uppercut in the, in the stomach um, and it hits it pretty hard to where it kind of doubles over and it does take a moment before it's going to be able to come back from that. The second one is a bit of a taller teen and they are going to try and grab you as well. Uh, what do you try to do? 
for that one, let's see. I would say if I see like they're just reaching out to grab me, I'd try to probably bat their arms aside, but fiercely enough and going more towards like where the elbow is. Let's have you roll a, another uh I love another fight. All right. 14. Okay. Uh don't forget to take an adversity token. So you uh what did you want to do with it? With well, wait, it? could I pump, pump some adversity tokens into this? Yes. Oh you get a plus one on that too. Oh yeah you get a plus one on your fight. Okay. So I'll pump two to make it a 17 and match it. Okay. So what did you want to do to that one? Um that one's re- is it just reaching out for me? Yes, it's just trying to grab you. Okay. Um I will Is there anything lying nearby that I could grab and basically try and slam them in the arms? Oh yeah. There's all types okay. of crap on the ground because it's a festival. Um okay. there's probably like one of those like glow stick toys. All right, yeah, I'll grab that and bring it down really hard on their arms as they reach for me. Okay. Uh, They reach out for you, and you smack them with this hard plastic toy, um, and it bruises their arms, and they double over themselves. Uh, And it's going to take both of these people a couple of moments to get back to their feet. But in this swarm of you fighting these two people off, you see behind them many other people turning into these rabid humans and they will also be coming for you in a moment uh juke you are making a run for it go ahead and roll your flight and i am actually going to roll because something else is going to happen while you do that that's a d8 and i got a four okay as you run okay oh my gosh come on Uh oh. That's a natural 20. That's scary. Disadvantage? Maybe? No. Okay. Really, really hitting both ends of the spectrums there. As you run, this is actually, this was actually a role for Vidalia, who actually comes out from kind of nowhere, kind of a shadow, and she is going to charm you into listening to her in this frightful moment and she comes out and she goes juke calm down you gotta come with me I'll take care of you both okay 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 yeah yeah I'll go with her she sort of scans the situation in a in like a brief moment and she doesn't seem too worried like her face is stern but she also seems like she understands what's happening. And she is going to walk with you uh, and Helen trailing behind her behind the Eldera. So the, there's the, obviously this beautiful big train. And then there's like the, the back section where people aren't allowed. So she is going to, to walk you guys behind the train. As this is happening, Willow and Caleb... Uh, Willow, you are trying to distract and run, so go ahead and roll your flight, and it's going to be... Well, she's not going for you, so just go ahead and roll your flight to see how far you get. Um, we'll just make it a DC 6. Got an 8. Pretty good. 
And then Caleb, she is going to, she is trying to grab you. So you're going to roll against her brawn and you are trying to fight her or are you trying to brawn yes. her? Are you, are you using uh, fights? Okay. He is, he is defensively decking her. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. So she is going to try to just grab you like with her arms, like around your whole body, just almost try to get you in like a, a lock. Um, yeah, and as she you. keeps her, her face open, she's going to try and grab you. Um, so it's going to be her Baron, which is. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, that's a good roll. Okay. Uh, Caleb, you, you're able to land a hit. You are able to hit her, but I don't know, Miss Hildy, you know, she takes care of herself or something, but <laughs> she, <laughs> she, she takes that hit like a champ. <laughs> Being a soccer mom, she a taekwondo mom. <laughs> <laughs> right. She takes that hit like a champ and wraps her arms around you and is able to kind of hold you there, but it's not hurting you. Willow, as you are running away, you are able to like hear and see what's happening uh, behind you with Caleb and your aunt. Do you want to change course? Yeah, she's gonna change course and so be like, wait, no, she's gonna like she's gonna run back and try and shove Aunt Hillary off of him. Okay. Away from him. Uh, her hands are, are busy. She's got Caleb, so she's not gonna oppose you. So go ahead and roll um your brawn. And we'll make it a D uh let's make it a D uh five. A DC five. Okay. Uh, you got a four. You you shove her and she does let go. But as she lets go, she grabs you. Like as she's being shoved off of Caleb, she grabs you um, just with her one hand. And it is strong and it's kind of grabbed around your forearm. Um, and she's going to try and like yank you towards her. Caleb, what oh, are you doing? You're just hell laughing. no. <laughs> hell no. The punch. The punch part two. This one's going to hurt. <laughs> okay. Roll your brawn. All right. Uh, brawn or fight? Uh, are you using something to, you know, fight her with? Do you uh, have something that could yeah, be used with, like, a weapon or something that's more offensive? Let me take a look. And Caleb's magical bag of all things. Um, It'll have to be done in a, in a second. Oh, yeah. Caleb picked up the metal lozenges, right? That uh, he threw back at the um, at the warehouse? You did pick those back up, yeah. Yeah. He's going to cup it into his hand and just basically use it like brass knuckles to just deck her in the nose. Wow. You okay. don't fucking touch my friend. <laughs> I hope she understands that. So you are you 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 did put those in your pocket. So that would take us about a second for you to put your hand in your pocket, put those between your knuckles, and go for a second jab as she is pushed back by Willow, grabs Willow by the arm. Where are you uh, where are you trying to hit her? Right in the nose. Okay. You're trying to go for a face shot. She is much taller than you because she's you're I mean you're pretty tall, but she is still taller than you. But you should be able to hit her in the face. Um, and she's also pretty open, but she does have an open hand. So we're still going to make this a post because um, she is very wary of you. So go ahead and roll your fight and it'll be. I got again. 11 plus 1, 12. 
All right. Oh, my God. A 20. Okay. A 25. I feel like virtual dice rollers recognize when someone has GM in their name. (laughs) (laughs) It could be that. Uh, Caleb, you go for the second knock. Um, Everyone, don't forget to take adversity tokens. Um, You go for the the second knockout. um, And as she pulls Will towards her, her head snaps to you. And she takes her other hand and grabs your neck and begins to squeeze. Oh, Jesus. Back to Juke, real quick. (laughs) You are following Vidalia, who is behind the train now she you follow her she opens up a hatch it's like it's a pretty small hatch but inside there are there's a beautiful um velvet uh black velvet that is covering something and she takes it out and puts it on the ground and she looks up at you and then she looks at helen helen sweetheart honey you remember me you eat my delicious pies uh every sunday in there right sweetheart I'm going to need you to get in here and you will be completely safe. Do you believe me? And Helen, of course, just nods and she puts Helen in this secret compartment uh, and closes it. In on the ground is a big old pile of stuff that you can kind of clearly see that it's, it's some sort of uh, long and, and like thick uh, metal items because they're clanking together. And she takes the velvet off. Uh, the velvet sheet off, and you see uh, weapons, essentially. Specifically, like, older weapons. They still look beautiful and new, but they look... They're not, like, modern weapons that you would use today. Um, and she actually picks up a uh, a uh, a long saber sword that has a, a golden uh, hilt and handle, um, and she picks that up for herself. And she also straps on, like she's getting, essentially t- getting herself together, but she straps on uh, like a little uh, side area or a little, um, um, she straps on like a, a halter and she straps that on and then puts the the sword away and she gives you a uh, a pistol that has a wooden handle to it um, and it's already loaded. So she gives that to you and she says, now, I'm not expecting you to use this. However, you shouldn't need to. They will know what this is. All you have to do is have confidence and point it at him. You understand? Uh, no, no. What's what's going on? <laughs> my, my friends are out there. Um, she goes, I. I wish I, I had more time to explain this to you, but I, I, we do not. And we need to do this now. Oh, uh, okay. okay. All right. I think uh, Juke, like, very, very clearly does not have any confidence at all. <laughs> if no one has realized that yet. <laughs> I, I think, I think Vidalia will see this and she will... In the, in the moments that you are together, you're holding this, this pistol and she can kind of see that you, your hands are, are shaking and, and you're not sure about this. She, she sets a hand on your, um, on your shoulder and just looks deep into your eyes in this moment. And she goes, 
you can do this. And she's going to give you um, a little inspiration in this moment. But also, you are going to start to feel like while you may not have the confidence to fix this situation or even save your friends, you can at least trust that she is going to save you guys. She gives you that confidence in her. All right. I'm right behind her. She takes the rest of the weapons that are on the ground and kind of like tucks them underneath her arm. And she moves from the other side of the train to where now you can kind of see the severity of the situation. You clearly see that Caleb and Willow are in a hand-to-hand fight with Aunt Hildy. You see that uh, Jimmy is fighting off uh, two uh, rabid humans, um, but more are descending upon him. And you see that the entirety of this festival has been infected with this, whatever this is, because of these damn green crab apples. And it is just you and Vidalia you with your pistol that you have never used before and her with a saber and a, and an arm full of weapons to do something. Uh, Caleb and Willow, you are in hand-to-hand combat with Aunt Hildy, surprisingly. And Jimmy is in hand-to-hand combat with two random teenagers. Juke, you have uh, been enlisted uh, by Vadea to do something, something about holding out a gun that you've never done before and that's supposed to save you. I think I heard her say I'm supposed to shoot a bunch of people. That's <laughs> <laughs> what you do with a gun, right? Let's, let's see what you took from that, that, that quick conversation um, when you were in action. <laughs> we'll have to roll grit and see how much you actually took from that. Okay. So this is what's happening. Um, Vadea is going to look at you, Juke, after assessing the situation, and she's going to make the decision where you both go. She's going to look at you and go, all right, I'm going to go help these two. And she kind of uh, points to Caleb and Willow. You go help your friend over there. And she points to Jimmy. All you have to do is make sure that you two get back to the Aldera. All right? Yeah, got it. All right. She looks at you, gives you a nod, and takes her saber out of her uh, her harness and walks towards uh, Willow and Caleb. Uh, as you watch her do be- right before you're about to go to your task over to Jimmy, you watch her walk sl- almost slowly but quickly at the same time she is almost gliding her long dress kind of dragging on the ground and you can't see you know her shoes or her heels but when she takes one step just one stride she seems to move twice as fast but she isn't moving any quicker it's it's a strange thing to see with your eyes and you don't quite understand what you're looking at but you clock it as something just like the rest of this day way strange yeah not the weirdest thing that's happened today 
and then you go over to Jimmy. Uh, Juke, what do you do when you get to Jimmy and see that he is fending off these two creatures, but there is a crowd behind them trying to descend on him? Um, I'm going to take a deep breath. I kind of try to hold on to that confidence that Vidalia inspired in me um, and then rush forward, hold out the pistol and say, leave him alone, please. (laughs) My heart. (laughs) Uh, Jimmy, yeah, you see and hear this. In response, the creatures or the humans that look like creatures now, they look up at you as you say this and see the weapon and they almost recoil not necessarily in fear but almost in like disgust as if they don't want that thing anywhere near them and they they the crowd begins to sink into themselves but only slightly they are very aware that if if at any point you were to lose or put down the weapon they would still pounce and Jimmy you now have a little leeway Okay. I'll book it to the train. Okay. You both book it to the train, Juke keeping your weapon out. Let's go over to Caleb and Willow. Caleb, you are being squeezed by the neck by very powerful hands. And Willow, you are being grabbed and your arm is starting to bruise as your Aunt Hildy is squeezing your arm just as hard as she's squeezing squeezing Caleb's neck. And both of you are desperately trying to get out of this grasp. As you both do this, you see, you first hear a sound, and then you both simply see Hildy slice in two. And her body flops to the side, spewing blood everywhere. Uh, Well, I'm going to need you to roll for it. (laughs) For seeing this horrific display of your aunt being sliced in two. Oh my god! This is going to be 15, honestly. (laughs) There's really no getting out of this. Today we gain trauma. Okay, well, that's actually still not that bad. (laughs) So you, you and Caleb, you both were being held. And Caleb, you now are able to breathe again, so you're probably coughing a bit. But Willow, you are probably at this point kind of in, like, stunned. You are, you've, you've been let go, but... You, her hand was still grabbed onto you when that part of her body fell to the ground. Uh, so you probably fell with it, and you were just staring at uh, your aunt uh, in disbelief. Uh, and as you both are there in this stunned moment, you see Vidalia walk up with a saber covered with blood that she wipes off with a, a dainty uh, black lace handkerchief. And she goes, I'm sorry about that, honey. You too. Come with me. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> Come on, Willow. We gotta get out of here. 
Will is just in a state of pure shock. Just she's just staring at her aunt. I know. I know. Kayla's just gonna half hug, half pull her to her feet, and just kind of like try to usher her away. It's all right, Spider Monkey. It's all right. Don't think about it. Adelia turns around, uh, sheathes her saber, and uh, ushers both of you to the Aldera. At this point, you all make it back with Jimmy, Juke, and Willow, and Kayla. But you all, you all are currently right now being surrounded by these rabbit humans who are still trying to get at you. They're just keeping their distance because they know that you have weapons on you that will from what you guys can tell potentially hurt them but Videa seems to not worry that much she goes to the back of the train um Duke you are still having your weapon out um trying to keep everybody at bay and she opens up the same compartment she put Helen into uh it is empty and she asks Caleb and Jimmy and Willow to hop in all right, everybody in. Come on. Where does it go? She looks at you sternly, Caleb, and she goes, does it look like we have time for this? Does it look like anything here makes sense? I want to know where I'm walking. Go ahead and roll your charm, and it's going to be against her charm. Got it. That is a d20. I want you to go first, because I don't want the dice to jinx me. She got a there three. we go. I got a nine. She looks at you and she goes, it will take you to safety. Is she telling the truth? She is telling the truth, yeah. Okay. Who pops in first? Is this like in the, like the passenger car of the train? Mm-hmm. No. It's a compartment on the back of the train that is lower than the seats. So okay, it's like on a, the back of the passenger car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So who goes in first? Uh, Caleb's going to offer Willow to go in first. Just so he can keep an eye on her. Yeah. I'm going to say Willow is probably still in a bit of shock. So you. You can kind of guide her inside, and, and Willow, you'll just kind of uh, move, you know, slowly but surely. So Willow goes in first. Who goes in after her? Yep. Uh, Caleb's going to turn back to Vidalia. Make sure Juke and Jimmy get in here, okay? I don't know where the hell they went. Oh, you guys are all together. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought Juke and Jimmy were. You know, Juke was having a standoff with the gun. Yeah, he's there with the gun. Okay, so then, yeah. Caleb's going to get Will to go in first, and he's going to follow right after. Okay. And then Juke will probably look behind you. Yeah, he's probably, like, yeah, like, keeping the gun out, pointing it around like I was in Bad Boys, which came out last year. So, Jimmy, that is for you to go next. Jimmy's going to look back and see if he sees his dad and his brother anywhere. 
I'm going to say in the sea of faces that are looking back out at you, I don't think they're in the front, like, rows that you'd be able to see them. Okay. If he doesn't see them, then he'll turn and go into the compartment. Okay. Uh, Vadaya looks back at you, and she unsheaths her saber again, and she kind of looks down at you with a smile, and she says, you're born natural. And then she sort of tells you to go ahead and go in, and she'll keep them off. I'll jump in as soon as Jimmy's in. Okay. No. <laughs> you, you hop in. You still have your weapon. Um, so you, you don't have all, she didn't give you a holster, but you do still have it. Um, so you can figure out how to, you know, climb through <laughs> a, 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 a little compartment with a loaded uh, pistol. Um, and you all get into this space that when you all hopped in, it was kind of like a box. That's what it looked like. But as you then get in, it the box continues to go. It's a black box with metal on all side on all four sides, but you can keep moving, like almost like you're going through a vent, uh, like a vented uh, system. Um, and so Jimmy, I mean Willow and Caleb are first, so you guys just keep moving until you you hit some. You're not really sure where you're supposed to be going, but after a couple of you know feet of moving along this strange vent that should be inside of a train but it's way longer and it's going in a direction where the train wouldn't even continue to go so the space here is not making any sense in fact it makes even less sense when you all find yourself out on the other side of this strange black box that turned into a vent that is now turned into a room a basement, in fact. Hmm. Well, that's something. Is Helen there? Helen is there. In fact, when you guys come out, you can immediately tell that you're no longer at the park. You're no longer where the is. You're no longer where the festival is. You are across town, and you can kind of tell that you're not anywhere near the festival because. The first thing you all smell when you come out of the the when you come out of the tube um is books like paper and as you look around this basement you see things are covered in uh tarps they're covered in of a thin layer of dust you are in the basement perhaps or one of the floors perhaps of the library and the the lights are on it's bright and there are two people in this room um one of them is indeed helen she is now fully dry um she actually has like little little slippers on and she has like um her hair in a little uh towel wrap um so she's clearly been taken care of and she is she's come down from her sugar high um and she's it's someone's made her uh, some fruit uh, and uh, um, is giving her actual food. Um, and so she's eating that at a little wooden table that's underneath the light in this basement. And as she kind of looks over at you guys, she kind of smiles and she's sort of kicking her feet um, under the table and she kind of just waves at you. She, remember, has no idea what actually went on um, at the festival. She just knows that <laughs> she came here. <laughs> got some actual food and has just been waiting for her brother to come back. 
And on the other side of the table is a man only one of you has seen before. He is a very old man who is a bit hunched over. He actually holds a bit of a small bowl that he's like, he's bringing like some salsa and some chips to the table for Helen. Um, and he smiles at you all and he goes, Oh, you know, is it, is it <laughs> him? It is Mr. Willot. Caleb's jaw drops. <laughs> <laughs> Of all the people. He sets the, the food down and kind of pats one of the chairs. There are other chairs around the table. And he goes, you all have learned a lot today. Hmm? I can see it. Come, sit down, and let's talk about apples. As he says that, and you all begin to sit around the table. Back in the festival area, Valdelia is no longer there, but neither is the rabidness that had gone wild for a couple of moments. Um, when Valdelia returns back to where you all are, um, at this point, you guys have been talking to Mr. Willock for quite some time, and he has been kind of catching you up on what has happened. You guys have asked a lot of questions and he has been answering them for you. Um, and by the time Badea gets back, she, the very first thing she says when she arrives is, right, well, they're all back to normal. Took me a little longer than I expected. And she kind of smiles at all of you. I suppose you all have been filled in. Good. And now I'm going to actually fill you in. So <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> what you guys actually talk about and what Vidalia continues to talk about is that the there is indeed something wrong with the apples, but not just the new batch of apples. There's actually been something wrong with all of the apples that have come out of the orchard for many, many years. Um, she talks a little bit about um, a book that she says that that she says you guys could find um, in the library uh, uh, that's called uh, The Atrocities of the Apple Nuns. That's totally the name of it. A sentence. <laughs> I'm going to put that in the app. Didn't do what I wanted to do, but um, she tells you that um, her and her family have been trying to protect Shady Creek for many, many decades. Um, and she also talks about a a sect of nuns that became a cult many years ago uh, called uh, the Madonna Cult. Um, and she talks a little bit about how they have been trying to keep them out of Shady Creek, um, but they believe that they have like re-infiltrated the city. Uh, because obviously they have been developing this strange batch of uh, apples. Um, they also tell you that even though they have been trying to protect the city, they have to be careful. They have to kind of work, you know, in the shadows um, because they don't know who they can trust. There are some people who are, you know, who make plans, who are secretly a part of this Madonna cult. 
that they have not been able to identify yet. Um, as they say this, and as you guys are talking about this, obviously, Juke, this makes you think of Mrs. Yoon, who you've had a very strange feeling about. Um, uh, and Jimmy, perhaps this makes you think of Mrs. Billow, who you've also had a very strange feeling about. Um, and you all kind of have a discussion around the strange things that are happening in Shady Creek um, and what has been transpiring for many years without any of you really understanding what's happening. And then finally, as we kind of catch up to the end of the conversation, the big question that you all are really interested in is what happened to your families and what she means by they're back to normal. So that is where we will kind of pick back up in game. Lots of twists and turns. Oh yeah, Mrs. Hildy is is um I can't even answer that. Hmm. Okay, that was like five people at once and I didn't hear anything. So so let's try that again. <laughs> <laughs> That's what kids are like though. Yeah. Everyone starts talking at once, and Vardelli's kind of like, whoa, 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 I didn't hear any of that. So, let's start one at a time. Willow? What about my Aunt Hildy? Well, she's alive. Sort of. You'll, um, you'll see her again. She just needs to recover from her ordeal. And as she says this, she sort of pats you on your head. And I want you to make a grit roll, DC 15. You feel the warmth from her head kind of almost envelop your, your mind and your, the, the back of your head and all the way down to your neck. It almost feels as if someone's pouring like warm water over your head and you are instantly calmed and you simply understand that Aunt Hildy isn't dead. That was some sort of illusion you saw and there was a mistake. She's just sick like everyone else was, but she's been healed and you'll be able to see her eventually. She she just kind of stays quiet after that. Just like nods slowly. She's like, okay. And then she turns to the rest of you. So Juke's been quiet like the whole time. And now is like, wait. And looks at Caleb. Then looks at Vidalia. Like a super serious look on his face. And he says, if everyone's okay are they still doing the open mic tomorrow uh she uh blinks like she does a slow blink or she kind of like slowly closes her eyes breathes in and then opens her eyes and goes i'm not sure uh juke i i assume they will be continuing the festival you will um You'll have to check that tomorrow. If we could 
stay on task, though. This was a, a serious issue. We have we have been trying to avoid something like this happening for many years. We didn't expect this. And unfortunately, and she kind of looks at Jimmy as she says this, it seems like this has been going on for quite some time. Will everyone be okay? Of course, honey. We will fix them. But we can't have this happening again. We don't know if we'll have the time or be prepared for it. Or they could actually create a version of these apples that we can't fix. You know what? Let's not think about it now. I kind of want something to drink. I kind of want something to eat. We'll talk about it later. Sound right? Hmm? Are you talking to yourself or are you talking to the group? He's talking to the group. He's trying to, like, change the subject because everyone seems a little bit down and low. Just trying to put it aside for later when everyone's had time to think about it. Okay. What's everyone's response to that? Rokai kind of just remains silent. Just standing there. Like... Jimmy's quiet, but you can see he's steaming on the inside. No one's saying no, so. So did they, like, eat the apples? Like, wh- why didn't it happen to us? Um, so Vidalia uh, explains that she was standing there at the entrance while you guys were on the Ferris wheel. And she does explain that, yes, what happened was um, the president of the planning committee uh, was introduced by Mrs. Yoon. And she uh, introduced him on the stage. He came on stage. He gave this beautiful speech that everyone was up in arms and, and happy about something about, you know, this being their like, actually, let's let me find exactly what he talked about. <clears throat> Here we go. Um, he talked about how this was the 57th annual Crabapple Harvest Festival. Um, He talked about how he was proud that they have been carrying on the tradition of the Madonna Covenant of harvesting the naturally grown crab apples for over five decades here. Um, He thanked, you know, the Shady family. He thanked Vidalia personally. He thanked the Owens family who currently run Silver Creek Orchard. And then he thanked the ancient sisters of the Madonna, of which then he introduced someone named Sister Glenda, who had traveled all the way from Texas to be there um, to give like a a personal thank you to her as she is one of the last surviving members of the Madonna. And that was the old woman, Caleb, you saw, who was trying to be ushered off stage. Uh, She had been, you know, brought on stage to go to the mic um, when everything broke loose. And in the moment when uh, the president was giving his speech and everybody was excited, he also announced that they had, that the the Creek Orchard had a new variety of crab apple 
um, that was now like the Shady Creek variety. Like they had been working on a, a variety that would specifically be a shade, uh, uh, focused, uh, had specifically been bred uh, to be like a Shady Creek variety um, that they could kind of like market and then like sell, you know, across the, the United States. Uh, and they were introducing that today. And so what they did was they literally like threw handfuls of these new crab apples into the crowd like like buckets full that's why they were all over the ground um and people would just grab them and catch them and of course they would just eat them immediately because they're like awesome and a new type of crab apple that's specific to shady creek this is like amazing and so that's what happened got it <sighs> of course now she doesn't seem to know why the crab apples had that effect um, because she explains that that doesn't really make any sense. You don't want everyone going rabid. Like, what, what would you do with that? Like, you know, <laughs> how, would that, how would that help your cause as a cult, essentially? She's not quite sure what that was. She believes it was a mistake. Like, this is a prototype that they've been working on that they thought they had perfected. And it's not, and for some reason, it had this really bad effect on everybody. And then as she's talking about the bad effect it had on her, on everyone, she, again, she kind of looks over at Willow and again, kind of back to Jimmy. Now, I've not tried this new variety as I didn't even know they were coming out with it. But if someone had tried it and hadn't been affected by it, Perhaps that would tell us a little bit more about what these things were supposed to do. Well, I've seen the apples before. A little, a couple times. I was in the orchards a while back and they, the apples were certainly strange. Strange how? Um, well... One melted on the ground. Ah. Uh, kind of like when they rot normally, but um, a lot faster. Interesting. Did anything unusual happen? I mean, I was talking to one of my soldiers and he was talking back. But that's not too unusual, is it? But Vidalia kind of does a slow nod looking at you and she just kind of goes that that would that would actually be considered uh quite abnormal um jimmy Hmm. but good to know has that happened since i mean that hasn't happened since but i mean willow ate one of them she turns to willow when was this uh, a couple weeks ago. As you say this, she doesn't move or say anything, but you immediately feel someone is standing next to you. Uh, and it is Mr. Willock. You don't remember him moving to your side. He just simply is there. And he is smiling down at you. Oh, and he kind of like grabs your hand and, and pats the back of it. It's okay, dear. We all have eaten strange apples in our day. 
Mm-hmm. And as he's holding your hand, you can feel that same warmth again. But instead of it being pushed into your hand, it seems to be being pulled from your hand. And after a second, he kind of looks over at Vidalia. She's fine. And he kind of looks back at you, Willow. You're going to be okay. And Vidalia sort of sighs. She just goes, okay. This has been a long day for all of us, I think. Perhaps we need a break. Go home. Try and forget this day ever happened. We just go home. Don't talk about it. Like, what are we supposed to do? When you say that, uh, Caleb, you see that she sort of is staring almost straight into your soul. Kind of like Mr. Willock did a couple of years ago. And she raises an eyebrow as if she knows. And she just goes, well, you can keep a secret, can't you? Caleb looks at Mr. Willock. You ask him, not me. Mr. Willock smiles and nods, but he doesn't say anything. Okay, I got a second question then. How long do we have to wait before what? This happens again? Do we have to do something about it? Like, I don't know if you've noticed this, Vidalia, but we're kids. This isn't exactly what we put on our diaries. Well, I'm not asking you to do anything, honey. Go Mm. home and forget about it. Unless she kind of like looks at you again. You are proposing to get involved of your own volition. Mm. You know, I got to think about that one. I'll I'll sleep on it. Hmm. She, she sort of gives you a smug look. You can't tell at this moment if she likes you or if she hates you. She's a hard one to read. Strangely, uh, that's a familiar thing. <laughs> yes. Yes. But you, you feel some sort of a kinship here. Uh, <laughs> Congrats, Jimmy. There's a new rival you can team up with. <laughs> uh, and then she looks to the rest of you. And she looks particularly at Juke and smiles very warmly. You were a hero today, young sir. You keep that. She points down at your gun. In case it ever comes in handy again. The gun. Yeah. Enjoy. She's a super ball. She can do it. It's the 90s. It's a 90s movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think I look like really uncertain and just like, uh, okay. Uh, she kind of looks at, at Mr. Willock and then looks at the rest of you. Um, she doesn't say anything to him, but they seem to exchange a glance at one another. And then he looks at all of you again. All right, folks. Feel free to take some, some chips and some salsa. And uh, don't don't, take some of those tortillas over there. I don't want anything on the table. You guys take some leftovers uh, and I'll make sure you all get home. 
She's too friendly for this situation. <laughs> uh, you all leave the library. Um, Mr. Bullock actually takes you up uh, some back stairs. And you actually go out of a false door. Uh, a false doorway where when you come out to the other side and it closes behind you, it is just a bookshelf. Um, and anyone who, you know, is interested in remembering, you know, where that is, he's not going to try to hide it. He's just going to come out and walk you all to the entrance of the library. Um, there's no visible way to get inside from where you can see, but you all will most likely remember that it's there. From I'm I'm sorry I got pulled away for a second. It's in a library. Yes, okay. you all come out of this door. Uh, it's like a false door that he pushes and lets you all out, and you find yourselves in the let's say you're on the 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 bottom floor, like the like the computer room, um, of the library, the public library in Shady Creek. Um, and then the door closes behind you, and it's a false door. Where on the outside, it looks like a book. Mm-hmm. Uh, the library, of course, is not open. It's it's a festival day. Um, it's completely empty. Uh, so he kind of takes you up the stairs uh, to the main lobby and puts you all back outside. And you are out in Shady Creek. Outside, you can once again hear the, the rabble, like the, the height and the excitement of the festival, which is at this point across the street, kind of, from the library. Um, so now you guys know where you are. But you can once again hear like the crowd at like the festival like you did before. So it doesn't sound, it's not silent anymore. Sound you can you can hear regular you know festival goers as if whatever just happened didn't just happen. Do you guys go back to the festival as the sun begins to set, or do you go home? Uh, I think that I made a plan with my parents that if we, I didn't catch up with them at the festival, I'd just meet them back at home. So I'm going to say, come on, Helen, let's go home. Uh, as I'm kind of walking down the steps of the library or whatever, I'll turn to Caleb and be like, uh, make sure you keep practicing the um, that that end part of the song um, for Mara. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, I'll be ready for... Uh, he he kind of pauses for a second, just thinking. What's the name of the song again? Uh, White Rabbit. Oh yeah, that song. That song. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Helen has completely come down from her sugar high, and she's crashed. So she is kind of leaning on you, kind of, kind of doing that thing that kids do, where they're tr- they're really trying not to walk, so they're going real slow and like leaning on you, just waiting for you to get tired. Of trying to get them to walk so you'll pick them up. Yeah, I'll probably go piggyback. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I'll turn to uh, Jimmy and, and Willow and also kind of like pause and be like, uh, see you guys later. Same, man. Yeah, yeah. You all um, disperse. Uh, Caleb and Jimmy and Willow, where are you guys going home or the festival? 
Uh, I think Caleb wants to go back to the festival, but more depends on where Willow wants to go. Willow is probably just going to go home. While she's leaving, uh, Jimmy, where are you going? Jimmy's going to go home, and he's just really quiet and sullen. Uh, yeah, he'll go home. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're walking home. Juke's walking home, Jimmy's walking home, Caleb and Willow, you two are at the library figuring out what each of you want to do. Um, you'll probably walk Willow home, Caleb. Um, and then you, at this point, by the time you get Willow home, the festivities will probably be winding down for like the nighttime activities, um, which you guys usually don't stay for unless you're doing, you know, something of interest, like uh, the battle of the, or not the battle, but the open mic tomorrow. Um, today, there's nothing on the schedule you'd be interested in, unless you just want to go back just to, you know, see the festival um, and see what the aftermath looks like. Uh, you can do that, but it'll be quite dark by the time you do. So um, Willow's going home, Caleb's going to take her, Jimmy's going home, Duke's going home. Uh, I will say that since Jimmy and Willow live in the same, like live really close to each other, uh, it makes sense that Caleb and Jimmy and Willow just walk together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then Duke would can walk with you guys most of the way and then he'll kind of take like a left when you guys take a right because that's how the hills works um where you guys live um so at some point you guys are kind of still walking together probably still talking about this crazy night or in complete silence which one is it willow's silent Mm. caleb's not gonna bring this up we'll just keep his mouth shut Yeah. Helen is already deep sleep, sleep in, on uh, Duke's back, and you four are simply walking as the sun goes down in silence. You all walk past park. You can see the festival going on, and people are leaving the park and going into the park. From where you can see, like through the gate, everything looks normal. It looks as if you had just gotten to the festival. Everyone's having a good time. No one's foaming at the mouth. There are still apples all over the place, but you can see as you guys walk past, you can see like attendants picking up the apples, like to put them in the trash. Um, but it, you, if you if that hadn't just happened to you, you would have sworn that it just didn't happen. I think walking past. I'll break the silence and just kind of mutter, this is really fucked up. Kind of is. Duke, I will say as you walk past, your eyes kind of looking around like everyone else, you guys are already kind of past the festival at this point. You do see again Mrs. Yoon. She is standing at the end edge of the festival um, gates um, on the other side of the entrance. So you guys are walking well, well past the festival at this point um, where the, like the Ferris wheel is to your left so that you guys can go, you know, to the hills um, and you kind of can see her and she's standing talking with someone. Um, you don't see the person she's speaking to, 
but you can see that she's standing there. And again, she also looks normal. Um, she seems to be handling things. You don't see Linda, um, but you at least notice her standing there as you, as you all continue to walk. In the hills, the streetlights begin to come on and it's quiet again. Um, you can still kind of hear a little bit of the rabble from the festival, but it's pretty quiet at this part of town. You guys go to Willows next to Clem Woods and drop her off. Um, Jimmy goes to his place and then it's just Caleb and Juke. Juke needs to go a little further with Helen, um, but he's going to make his way. And then it's just Caleb um, going back to... Now, Caleb, at this point, as everyone has gone to their house, what, what decision are you making? Are you wanting to go back to the festival? Or are you wanting to go to your house? I don't think he knows, truthfully. Going home is just going home, but... I think he's just going to sit on the sidewalk, fiddle with the cube a little bit more, try to take his mind off this. Mm-hmm. That's all he really wants to do right now. Caleb, you're sitting on the sidewalk, the street light right above you. It's fairly quiet, except for you can still kind of hear some of the stuff happening at the festival far away. Everyone is home. You're kind of there alone. And you are fiddling with your strange box given by Mr. Willock a couple of years ago. And sort of just thinking about all of the things that have happened recently. And as you fiddle with the box, you hear a click. And then a, you see that one of the pieces that you've pulled out, you can't push back in. Of course it's fucking broken he's gonna try to like look in the piece see what clicked maybe he could try to push it back into place you don't see anything inside of like the the crevice that is open um and you also can't open any of the crevices to the left or the right you can like slide a piece that's like in front of it uh, but it doesn't like really let you do anything else. What it looks like is just the regular cube, except for one piece that you've pulled out. It's just like permanently stuck open. Hmm. That pisses him off. It's not okay because he's been messing with this thing for a while, and now all of a sudden it's doing something that he can't fix. Hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. It would make you, you're really stressed right now, and almost anything could probably make you angry. As you're feeling this, go ahead and roll grit. DC 15. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a high number. Um, okay, I got a grit D10. Let's see how this goes. I want to throw the cube, but at the same time. Ten. Ah, oh, damn. That is a nine. I think it's appropriate that things are now kind of coming to a head. You've gotten a lot of information, but no answers. And then as you're sitting there, you keep hearing in your head what Vidalia said to you. 
you want to do something, are you going to do something? <laughs> you said you would go and think about it. And there you are, fiddling with this damn cube again with a whole bunch of information. No answer. Hmm. He's going to go try to find some information. He's going to head back to the library and he's going to try to find out what this like Madonna thing is. Not the school, what was said earlier, like this Madonna like cult-esque thing. Mm -hmm. You have made a decision. You stand up, ready to just hit the road, figuring this out. And as this decision rolls off your brain into the nether space, the box clicks again and clicks more until it opens in your hand. Oh. What's inside? There is no inside. It is instead of a cube now, it is a flat sheet of black, which you think is plastic, but the plastic also seems to have changed. It's now hard, like actual rock, and much, much heavier. Perhaps metal or a rock with metal in it. It's changed its composition. And it's also gotten slightly smaller. So now it fits in the palm of your hand. It is a piece. A piece to something you don't know. Interesting. Yeah, he's going to put that in his bag. As you put that in your bag, you are about to continue your walk to go back to the library. And you look up. And you see something staring at you across the street. It's not scary. It's just weird. You've never seen a black bunny out here before. And that's where we'll stop for today. Hmm. And that is the the conclusion of the first part of season one. First arc. Right. The first arc. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Good job, everybody. Fun times. <laughs> Were they though? <laughs> <laughs> they absolutely work. Thank you all for listening. We hope you are enjoying the campaign. Don't forget that you can listen to the podcast on the Aging Journey Podcast website, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify. Amazon Music, and YouTube. Links will be in the description below. Don't forget to follow or subscribe. You can also support the podcast on Patreon or join our Discord. Enjoy the journey.